Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from the WHIO studios. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here are your hosts, John Bedell and John Tistel. Lofton will inbound with 2.7 seconds to go. Inbound. Welch step back, fade away. Missed it! Missed it! Missed it at the buzzer! And the Dayton Flyers have won in double overtime. Uh, we will always take a flyer win. The weather outside, flyer fans, is frightful, but a flyer win is so, so delightful. Very delightful. Very delightful. 89-86 is the final, and of course, Dayton does it in Olean, in New York. We are back, baby. We are back. We are back. That's we right. are back. I think we're going to call Olean, in New York, the Riley Center now, UD Arena North. Yeah, we, we'll we go with that. We have to do that. Yeah, we have what, UD, UD look, East is, uh, let's see what we were calling, we call it Nationwide Arena, I believe, from what I remember. So, yes. yeah, we got we got to start having Buffalo different places. Buffalo was UD Arena North. I think we'll make the Raleigh Center that. Uh, Sounds look, good. Look, in all seriousness, uh, we'll go ahead and talk about this game first, but uh, we'd be remiss if we did not talk about this. Uh, if you've been hearing those beeps in the background, it means we've activated the WHIO Storm Center. The entire listening area is under a winter storm warning until 4 a.m. today. Um We've been talking about this throughout the day. Um, that uh, freezing line is is starting to strictly move slowly and slowly to the south of the Doppler Seven radar. I've been monitoring that since about uh, twelve twelve thirty this afternoon, and there looks like there's a little bit of a break, but that snow line is coming. It's been pretty much all snow and ice uh, north of I seventy around Miami County, Shelby County. Uh, saw some a video on uh, New Center Seven at six, and there were some ports of Preble County that were getting hit pretty good. So uh, if you're going to be out and about. Give us a call. If you're if you're north of the area, give us a call. What are you seeing? 457-1290. As for uh, snow emergencies, Preble, Logan, and Champaign counties, they're under a level one snow emergency. Dark and Mercer counties are under a level two snow emergency. Real quickly, what does that mean? Level one means the authorities suggest that you don't go out unless it's imperative. Level two means that you should really only go out with medical conditions. And level three means that you can be ticketed and possibly taken to jail if you go on the roads. Now, that's Vinny Carrozza from our breaking news team speaking with him earlier today. And, of course, several closings and delays. Church services canceled for tonight and tomorrow. Latest brought to you by uh, closings and delays brought to you by Back to Business IT. You take care of your business. They'll take care of your IT. Back to Business IT.com. Dayton Public Schools, all activities canceled for today, tomorrow, and Monday. New Lebanon Local Schools, all activities canceled. Metro Basketball canceled. Miami East Local Schools, all activities canceled. Churches, Union United Methodist Church in Miami County. No evening activities. Fletcher United Methodist in Miami County is closed. Tip City United Methodist Church, our Brittany Otto reporting, that's going to be closed tomorrow. Trinity Lutheran Church in Springfield, that's closed today and tomorrow. And of course, the latest list is always updated on our website, whio.com. That list is going to grow, grow, and grow. Jason Michaels will have you covered. Uh, after after we hear from the president, we'll be airing his immigration speech in its entirety after flyer feedback about 8 o'clock here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The president speaking earlier this afternoon during during our pregame show. And, of course, we will air those comments in, its, in their entirety coming up uh, in about uh, 37 minutes from right now. All right, so let's go ahead and get back to this game. I thought Larry Hanskin summed this up very well. Was it pretty at times? No. No. Um, I would sum this up as the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. The ugly is the free throw shooting, which is, I'm being fair about that because that was not pretty. 19 of 28 free throws. I, if Dayton makes even half those free throws, 
You might not need double overtime. And you know, in 68% is, is what they shot from the line today with yeah. those numbers that you mentioned. That's about their season average. And we saw a little bit of a stretch there right as the Christmas break started uh, for the students that it seemed that maybe the free throws were starting to maybe get a little bit better. And then it kind of changed a little bit there uh, in the last few games. So uh, I think, Tiz, you're right on this one. It certainly could present a problem down the road. So I definitely would say in yeah. terms of in terms of your good, bad, and ugly analogy, free throw shooting obviously needs to be a point of emphasis, um, but uh, I think there's a, a lot more that can be taken away from this one in addition to that. I think that is something, though, that will bite them down the road unless it is something that is addressed. The good part of that one, I'll balance this out, Ryan Mikesell was money from the foul line. He was. Eight of eight from the foul line, 21 points. He, he has played two solid games mm-hmm. on the road at VCU and tonight at the Riley Center in Olean, New York. And folks, let's make no mistake about it. We talk about going into the Riley Center. Those That is a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. That atmosphere, it, it was quiet. If you heard it in the background with Larry Hanskin and Brooks Hall, by the way, another great job of, of uh, Larry and Brooks. Uh, oh, yeah. Brooks is 2-1, and one, by the way. I think we'll have him. <laughs> you can call those games the rest keep of the year. Keep him around, yeah. yeah that's we'll keep that guy around a little that's bit. That's right. Uh, maybe. I think so. But Brooks, Brooks good man, does a great job. Um, but no, Ryan Mikesell. Solid from the line. Jalen Crutcher, some money shot, some onion shot before he fouled out. Um, Jordan Davis, I thought, hit some shots. I want well. to I want to talk a little bit about, about Ryan and Jordan because sure, go I, I got to be honest, is that there were, and I, I, I think just like a lot of people, uh, particularly looked at Mike Sell's performances prior to the VCU game, just like we looked at Jordan Davis's performances previous or uh, from before the Richmond game and I think we looked at both of those uh, we looked at both of those players and we're wondering what the heck has happened to these two guys Jordan Davis has had what are unfortunately I guess you could say this would be his worst game of the last three he still had 13 points and you heard Anthony Grant say just a few moments ago that you know he had to step up in a role there right at the end yeah. in that second overtime and had to take over the point guard position he did a pretty good job there it was shaky right there at the end of the first overtime it almost led to Stockard winning the dang game as I saw a lot of people on Twitter color Elliot yeah exactly 2005 <laughs> is that right yeah, against George Washington so mm-hmm. yeah so almost had that and then JD Camp comes in and finish basically finishes it off with he that did. excellent three absolutely so, uh, I got I got to give Jordan a lot of, a lot of props he was a guy who a lot of people even thought they might he might shouldn't be in the starting lineup anymore yeah. and has played so solidly. And Ryan Mikesell, you heard it, career high matching 19 points here today. 21. Uh, 20 or sorry, yeah, forgive me, give me my number right here, 21. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, he's he has played so solidly the last two games yeah. and I I am very much impressed with Mikesell. They've had to lean on these two guys so you could argue yeah. that some people would say they were the weaker links of this of the starting lineup and those two guys have been absolutely solid particularly in the last two games. And uh, definitely uh, some signs of encouragement if those two guys continue to get better down the stretch run of this A-10, uh, as we get closer to the stretch run, rather. Uh, this is the kind of game that could kind of change the balance of the season as well, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Because this is the kind of game, if this thing goes the other way, Dayton loses this one, this could go the other way, momentum could slide towards a negative way. Now you win this game, you've got momentum to build against a tough George Mason team that's going to come up Wednesday night. But, that, but now Dayton was able to pull it out. Look. Uh, Larry Hanskin, I thought, summed this up very well as he was uh, winding down the broadcast. Was it pretty? No. Are there things to clean up? Yes. Is it a win? Absolutely. You take it. Folks, it's not easy to go on the road. Courtney Stockard is a career-high 36 points. Usually, that's a win. Mm-hmm. That is a win for St. Bonaventure because this is not Jalen Adams. This is not—you don't have— uh, 
those guys anymore that are on this Bonnie team. And they had a couple players that were out. And this was still a tough basketball game. Mm-hmm. But, but Dayton was able to make plays when they had to. Six guys in double figures. You know, we were getting on Obi Toppin, I thought, you know, had a quiet game. I thought he really stepped up from about the 10-minute mark to about the end of the game. Played yeah. the last, I think, the last 15 minutes of this game with four fouls. Well, and and you know what? And that's another thing that, we, that you and I discussed as well off the air and even just a little bit briefly on the air is that when it got to the under four timeout, I think everyone's like, "Oh gosh, here we go." This team is, right. I believe, is my uh, my our good friend Chris Mormon uh, tweeted out a, a while back. Dayton yeah. before the VCU game is like minus twenty four after the under eight timeout, right. which right. is awful. So that that was before that was during the VCU game. So everyone knows that once that hits that under eight timeout mark, this team has a hard time. And and, and you and Bedell talked about it the other night. This team just can't find ways to finish games. Well, this team had <laughs> sure as heck almost tried not to finish this game, right? But yet, Especially in the first their best effort issues. came in after in the last five minutes of the game and in the, in the last two overtimes. So, like you said, those last fifteen minutes—that's when this team put its best effort forward. And frankly, that was the, it. Really, was the only time it mattered because I mean, they really needed to start to chip away. They chipped away, and then when it counted, they were actually playing pretty strong. It wasn't great basketball, no. but they played their best basketball of the game when it counted. No question about that. And uh, to me, it was a tale of two halves. We've got a minute left before we got news at the bottom of the yeah. hour. But uh, to me, the last, the old saying from Chris Berman is this. Uh, you watch this when he does the highlights on ESPN. He says, the good teams, they scored the last two minutes of every half for NFL games. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? The good teams finish halves in basketball. Dayton did not finish the first half, but I thought they finished the second half. And yeah, you know what? Maybe you can question that shot by Crutcher. That was a tough shot. I don't think that was the best Wasn't one. Wasn't a but great I, look. But no, yeah. and, but I'll give St. Bonaventure's defense credit. I think they did a good job and defended it well. So you got to give credit to where credit's due. But you know what? Crutcher was attacking. They drew up a great out-of-bounds play for Toppin to lay it in. So the late-game execution, I thought, was better in the second half compared to where it was the other night. Give the last word. Then we'll execution go was the word today. They executed very well better. at the end, and that that really was the big difference between why they got a W today and why they had a loss on Wednesday down in Richmond. It's a win. 89-86 is your final in double overtime. We're going to take a timeout, a break for news. Winter storm warning in effect on now until early tomorrow morning. We got the details for you. That's coming up right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. 7.30, I'm John Tisdale with the WHI News Update. Our top story, winter storm warnings in effect for the entire Miami Valley now till tomorrow morning. A wintry mix changing to snow this evening. I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming. Now, WHIO triple team traffic checking the freeways and driving conditions. We continue to see uh, very slick driving conditions as uh, it's it's continuing to change on the uh, area freeways as we're starting to see that change from uh, rain to freezing rain to ice uh, to snow. And we've been seeing that pretty much snow covered all across the northern parts of the Miami Valley. This includes Green uh, Dark County, the Greenville area, especially along I-75 along the northern part of the Miami Valley. If you're going to be out tonight, make sure you give yourself plenty of extra time uh, with these uh, driving conditions here tonight. It is our top story here on this Saturday night. And it is a WHIO breaking news alert. Our top story. You've been hearing those beeps in the background. It means we've 
activated the WHIO Storm Center. The entire listening area is under a winter storm warning until 4 a.m. tomorrow. The Dayton area points out they've been receiving mainly rain throughout the portions of the day. That is starting to change. We've been seeing starting to see that changeover to freezing rain. Been seeing that on Twitter from Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag and our team of meteorologists. Uh, John Bedell has been out there in Dark County. They're under a level 2 snow emergency right now. Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydix has an update of what we're going to see tonight. Well, this forecast has been ever-changing over the last 24 hours. This storm system has shifted about 50 miles north. That meant warmer air was able to make its way into the Miami Valley, and we saw a lot of areas under that mixed precipitation today, and that snowfall was shifted further north. But as we head through the evening, everyone's going to transition over to snow, and we'll have an accumulating snowfall by the time this all wraps up. There is a concern, though, that we're going to be dealing with a flash freeze as we have a rapid drop in temperatures and gusty winds this evening. If you have plans to be out at all this evening or during the overnight hours, pay attention to those road conditions. They will become slick. Again, that's a Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydick. She'll have the full forecast in just a moment. Again, here's the lineup that we got tonight here on WHIO. Uh, Jason Michaels is going to host a live talk show, uh, taking your phone calls about driving conditions. Uh, he'll be doing that right after we aired the president's speech on immigration. That will be coming up uh, at 8 o'clock right after our news. Again, and Todd Holtz will do the same thing from 10 to midnight. Michael Purvis and I are on the air right now during flyer feedback, and we'll be providing updates on the roads. We'll be doing that now until 8 here on WHIO. As for uh, several closings, still got several closings and delays, and that list is growing. Uh, this list brought to you by Back to Business IT. You take care of your business, they'll take care of your IT. Go to backtobusinessit.com. Taking a look, this is just a partial list of what we've been seeing throughout the course of today. Uh, we've got Camden United Methodist Church in Preble County closed tomorrow. We've got Camden First Southern Baptist Church closed tomorrow. Central United Methodist Church in Wayne County, that's closed. Christ Episcopal Church in Xenia, that is closed tomorrow. Several school uh, church closings for tomorrow. Several uh, schools have canceled evening activities. You can see that full list on our website, whio.com. And for outages in DPNL, Green County is reporting just under 400 outages. Shelby County under 100. That number was at 5,000 earlier today. 185 in Preble County, 327 in Montgomery County, and 180 reported in Miami County. We'll continue to have keep updates throughout the night here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And as for the roads, uh, these areas are under a level one snow emergency. We've got um, Preble County that is under a level one snow emergency. Champaign County is also under a level one snow emergency. Uh, we've also got Champaign, Wayne County, and Indiana. Dark and Mercer County are under a level two snow emergency. What does that mean? We get that definition from Vinnie Carroza from our breaking news team. Level one means that authorities suggest that you don't go out unless it's imperative. Level two means that you should really only go out with medical conditions. And level three means that you can be ticketed and possibly taken to jail if you go on the roads. That again, Vinnie Carroza from our breaking news team. Now, the most accurate and dependable forecast, we got Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydex. Through the evening, we're going to transition to snow everywhere, so if you haven't seen it yet, it is on the way. Snow is expected to pick up as well, and temperatures drop back through the 20s. Eventually, lows will dip to about 9 degrees, and wind chills fall below zero by early tomorrow morning. That means anything that is left wet or untreated is going to be icy, and it's going to stay that way for quite some time, as highs are only expected in the low teens Sunday afternoon, with sub-zero wind chills 
hails all the way through early Monday morning. I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar, seeing some freezing precipitation in Greene County in the portions of Xenia. We're seeing all snow now in Preble County just to the south of Eaton. Dayton area south now starting to see some uh, snow showers to the south of Dayton. It's snow falling all across the northern portions of the Miami Valley. This includes Clark County, a little bit of some snow falling in the Troy area. Snow falling all over Dark County, again under level 2 snow emergency uh, in the Greenville area. North of Sydney, we're seeing snow showers. Logan County getting covered with snow and Urbana. We're seeing a little bit of a break in southern Champaign County in the Urbana area, but north of there, getting hit with some snow showers at this time. Currently, we've got uh, 29 degrees in Urbana, 30 degrees in Springfield, 30 degrees in Dayton, and it's at 736. I'm John Tisdell, WHIO Continuing News. Trust doesn't come easy. It's earned with gentle compassion. It's built through hard work and strengthened by tireless dedication. At Kettering Health Network, we feel the weight of your trust, and we honor it by dedicating our every resource into every patient every single day. When minutes matter, it matters where you place your trust. Visit one of Caring Health Network's 11 emergency centers and trust your care to us. Attention light beer drinkers. A message from Bud Light. You've gone far too long without knowing what ingredients are in your beer. And that's a shame because beer is pretty great, especially when it's made with great stuff. And Bud Light is made with the best stuff around, which is why beginning in February, Bud Light is putting an ingredients label on our packaging because it's the right thing to do. And because you deserve to know your beer's ingredients. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, ABC in Lewis, Missouri. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans. Welcome back to Flyer Feedback. Dayton a winner in double overtime tonight, 89-86. Uh, kind of the slash Flyer Feedback. Also, uh, taking your calls about the uh, winter weather. Winter storm warning in effect for the entire listening area now until 4 a.m., I'm counting down the pitchers and catchers, Mike. I don't know about you. Are oh you yeah, that? yeah. I'm sitting here watching uh, watching my Reds. Might be making some moves as well. It's about time for some baseball. Yeah, almost. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Well, and all kidding aside, it is not going to be a fun night out there. One nope. of those guys who is out in the elements. Our good friend John Bedell. He joined us on our Newsmaker line. He's out in Storm Tracker Seven. John, where are you tonight, my friend? Hey, first of all, Purvis, you can't have Corey Kluber unless you guys want to pay a King's <laughs> ransom for him, brother. Yeah, right? I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm, uh, see, I'm seeing the, what the demands doesn't are. Doesn't matter, Red Sox are still the champs. Oh, boy. Here we go. So hey, is, this say, is the kind of, uh, this the kind of talk we have here. All right. Well, what are you seeing out there right now, John? Well, first time, long time. And let me just say <laughs> that uh, I don't think Jalen Crutcher passes the eye test and he can't play in the A-10. And I really think Obi Toppin could be a sixth man for the Golden State Warriors like tomorrow. Uh, am I doing this right? I feel like. I think you're right. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, okay. You got this I thing down, John. When you call in. Yeah. And let me also say, uh, let me preface my call with, I didn't get to watch most of the second half. What do I feel like? Uh, that's the case for some people who call us up. Uh, but, hey, I'm in Greenville, and I didn't watch the second half because we've been out in Storm Tracker, as you mentioned, Tiz. Tony guys live from uh, Greenville tonight where uh, we're under a level two snow emergency and uh, with good reason, because the roads are really nasty here in Dark County. And as you guys know, this time of year with uh, the corn and everything, you know, cut down, there is uh, not a lot of real estate out here in Dark County to prevent that wind from blowing through just about everything. So a lot of blowing and drifting snow. Uh, State Route 49 looks a lot better in Greenville and south than it did when we were north of town. But 
uh, really bookending Greenville on 49 right now is just really rough with some of these uh, snowy and blowing conditions we had because also they've got a lot of ice up here in Dark County. That that freezing yeah. rain lasted for a little bit longer up here before that switch over to snow happened much sooner than it did in Dayton because I tell you guys, we were driving up here from our stations in Dayton, obviously, and uh, it was all rain on 75 and 70, and we left Dayton at about 5. And I tell you guys what, as soon as we hit that 40 and 49 interchange right there just south of the dark Montgomery County line, uh, boy, it was an instant changeover to sleep. And then as soon as we hit the county line in the dark county on 49, it got uh, real messy real quick. We started seeing a lot of snow. And at this point, like I said, guys, level two snow emergency here in yeah. uh, in dark county. And, uh, you know, crews working to start to play catch up with the snow that, as meteorologist, Chief Meteorologist Nicole Rydex has been talking about, is just starting to, in, to intensify here as we go into the night. Yeah, it's been absolutely miserable in areas north of Dayton. I know they have gotten hit. I know in Shelby County, I know there was an earlier crash northbound 75 around State Route 47. That's been an area that's just been hard hit throughout the course of the day. It's been mainly rain in the Dayton area because uh, you, you and I were talking about this earlier today. But uh, but just to me, it's just this storm has just been so difficult to try. Now that freezing line, as you said, John, is starting to move south, and we, we may start to see some snow. And that's just part one because it's going to get colder and colder tonight yeah i was gonna say what are you guys seeing in dayton right now because i haven't checked live seven radar there's uh good, Mike. what are you guys seeing in dayton right now? i'm looking out right now actually uh bedell and i'm actually not seeing anything falling at the moment so right now there's it's actually like there's a little bit of a pocket of a break right now uh but yet i continue to see oakwood crews going up and down 48 right here so yeah. they're they're trust me yeah. everyone down here is trying to get ahead of it because they know what's coming behind it yeah yeah well and just as i'm i'm coming to you guys live from uh made right up here in greenville uh, Greenville landmark, and I would just had a city of Greenville snowplow go by the front window here on the street. So certainly crews working, and we, we've seen ODOT crews. You know they're trying to keep up with it, but wow, you know up here where we've got the snow and that changeover to snow happened much earlier in the night up here in Greenville than it did. You know down where you guys are, we haven't seen the snow yet. Right, uh, it's just going to be hard to. You know they'll get there, but man, yeah. up when it's this intense, it's it, difficult. And I know that you know in Preble County, that's my beat. I was texting with Sheriff Mike Simpson earlier, and he was telling me, hey, look. We're a level one. There's a there's a good possibility. We'll see what happens, but we could up that to a two or a three if we have to later in the night as these conditions worsen. Because he was telling me at six o'clock, look, we got snow in the northern half of the county, up new near New Paris and Lewisburg. But we're talking the southern half of the county down by Camden. You know, it's still raining at that point. So they're dealing with half and half and having to do a level one snow emergency because of the spots where they're getting that that snow and freezing rain. But then they're fine and the other pockets of the county where they're getting rain. So it, it's been a tricky one to forecast. I know in talking to, again, Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist McCall Rideggs and Storm Center 7 Meteorologist Molly Coates and seeing Kirsty Zantini and everybody from our Storm Center 7 team in today, you know, you mentioned it, it's hard to forecast when that rain snow line kind of wobbles and, and moves and tracks so just, a, you know, 50 miles or so north or south of where they thought it might, you know, end up. That's uh, that's a tricky one to keep track of and predict. Yeah, this one has been very hard to pick, and then you're going to have the colder temperatures and the wind. That's the other thing that McCall and Kirsty really have been emphasizing. Oh, I know yeah. Kirsty emphasized that this morning, and McCall said the same thing when I talked to her uh, earlier this afternoon. So it's just going to be one of those nights. You want to stay uh, tuned in to AM twelve ninety News ninety five seven WHIO for updates. I know John, you'll be calling in. You're in Storm Tracker seven tonight, and uh, you'll also be yeah. on uh, News Center seven at eleven. So uh, we'll. Uh, You'll be providing updates, and uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll check in with you throughout the night. That's right. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks yep. for taking my call. Love the show. <laughs>
<laughs> John, you got this radio thing down, I think. So, uh, yeah. all right. Thanks, John. I Stay appreciate safe, it. Man. As always. See you later. Stay safe. Absolutely. All right. Well, it's one part of the country that's getting hit. Well, another part of the country, and that's upstate New York. Joining us on our Newsmaker Line, our friend and colleague from the Dayton Daily News, David Jablonski. Jabo, are you stuck in New York tonight? Uh, I was just wondering why Bedell was in Greenville and not in Olean, because this is where the real weather is. <laughs> you guys weather. We'll send him up there. He's coming up very uh, shortly. We'll, we'll send yeah, and we'll send Storm Tracker Seven up there next time. Yeah, we'll Does get you. We'll like bring you all down in the Storm Tracker. We'll bring you all down. That's what we'll do. <laughs> there you go. Big road trip next time, Jabba. There you go. All right. I'm going to be here with the Flyers for quite a weeks, months. Who knows how long? The, <laughs> just watch out for the Yeti, right? Just got to watch yeah. out for the Yeti because it's supposed to come out tonight. At least this thing can go seven overtimes, Jabba, because that would have likely happened. Oh man, it was uh, a tiring. <laughs> game uh, a gutty win for the Flyers and really a pretty uh, gutsy uh, performance by St. Bonavich which was down yeah. two players uh, to even you know make a game out of this and they really were in position to win it with uh, about four minutes left five minutes left up eight uh, Dayton got a couple key turnovers and really got back in the game fast and uh, you know was able to uh, you know survive uh, the end of regulation and then first overtime was almost a disaster with that turnover by Jordan Davis mm-hmm. You know, just a lot of big plays by Jordan Davis and big free throws by Ryan Mikesell in the second overtime. And Dayton once again gets out of uh, St. Bonaventure. I don't know why they play so well here because it's not an easy place to play, but they've no, won nine not. in their last ten here. Well, what? It's in the so. middle of nowhere. It may not be the middle of nowhere only in New York, but you could sure as heck see it from there. That's what the quote Larry Hans going <laughs> to think or to paraphrase him, I think. But, no, Jabba, you said this exactly right. That's exactly what Mike and I were talking about. I mean, just to me, especially when Jalen Crutcher fouled out, that's really, it seemed that it took Jordan Davis a little while because he didn't have just that turnover at the end of the overtime. He had a couple of other turnovers as well. Yeah, that's uh, I really didn't think they had a chance without Crutcher because I don't think they played five minutes yeah. without Crutcher in the last two years. Um, he's on the floor, you know, 37, 38, sometimes 40 minutes a game. And Jordan Davis has played the point guard position for brief spells, but not for that amount of time and certainly not in that tense of situation. Yeah. But to his credit, yeah, he put those two tournaments um, behind him pretty fast and hit two big shots in the last 65 seconds, uh, three-pointer and then a, a running shot in the lane, uh, each time giving Dayton the four-point lead. And they really needed that cushion because you just knew the, bo- the bodies were going to get a three-pointer. Uh, to answer, and they did. They did. They did uh, the first time and, and didn't the second time. Just uh, missed one at the buzzer. I thought you tweeted one real quickly. We'll let you go after this. You, you, your last tweet, Jabo, I thought really said it. Hard to believe this the, This last desperate shot at St. Bonaventure didn't go in considering the way the rest of the game went. It just seemed it was that kind of night where things were going the Bonnie's way, but somehow at the end, Flyers were able to uh, get out of there with a win. Yeah, Stockard was the, the, the key, obviously. I don't know what he had, 36, 38 36. Points. He had 36. Um, 36, yeah. Uh, Ryan Mikesell was on him late in the game. Probably did a pretty good job. Uh, and Mikesell was the – I mean, I mentioned Jordan Davis, but Mikesell was really he the was tremendous. the game with 21 points. Absolutely. Uh, and all season long, people wonder why he's in the starting lineup over Obi. Well, I think we know now. I mean, not that not, not against Obi, but he's, a, you know, a redshirt junior. He's just so, so solid and does – you know, does things that don't always show up in the box score. I asked Anthony after that, after the game about that. You know, Mike Sell is far and away the leader in, in the plus-minus stat for Dayton. Yeah. And uh, I think we saw why tonight, although, um, you know, sometimes it doesn't show up in the box score. Tonight it did with 21 points and 8 of 8 at the free throw line. So Absolutely. All right. Well, Jabo, uh, safe travels back at, from only in New York, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Uh, Flyers a winner, 89-86 over St. Bonaventure. Dave, thanks again.
See you in April. <laughs> <laughs> See you then. They're snowed in. They're snowed in. 7 Yeah, they're snowed in, but uh, it's not much better over here. Uh, as you can hear those beeps in the background, that means we've activated the WHIO Storm Center, the entire listening area, under a winter storm warning until 4 a.m. tomorrow. There's a little bit of a break in the action and looking at the live Doppler 7 radar, Mark, we're seeing that a little bit in portions of Greene County, although uh, Gabrielle Enright did send out a tweet that where she is is without power as well. So there's there's some power outages. We'll go ahead and uh, go through that list real quickly by county by county. Uh, just under 400 outages in Greene County, just under 200 in Dark County. Uh, over 3,300 outages now reported in Miami County. Uh, just under 400 outages in Montgomery County, 135 in, um, in uh, Preble County. This is according to the DPNL outage map and list could grow we know that the sclu- the closings and delays that list is going to go is going to grow uh you can see that on our, that full list on our website whio.com and again dark mercer counties are under a level two snow emergency preble logan champaign counties are under a level one snow emergency jason michaels will have you covered after we hear from uh, president trump on his speech on the immigration and on the government shutdown that will be taking place at the top of the hour a speech he made earlier today you can hear that uh, coming up after feedback here on whio and just to get back to this game just the thing that's i think frustrating for a lot of fans about this one is that just the end of that first half was just frustrating for yep. me because just like the end of the game was frustrating for me in the VCU game because Dayton started out sluggish. We heard Larry and Brooks talk about it quite a bit. I thought they righted that ship a little bit, but 28-20, that's your chance where you got to put the where you really got to take control. And this team still struggles to do that, I think, at times. Yeah, there are just times where, and you know, it's all about, as we all know, college basketball is a game, is a run, is a game of runs. Yep, Brooks I mean, said it's that. going it's going to happen. It's all about how you manage them, and and as we've seen, in in once again, people are going to talk about coaching. I'm not here to talk about that at the moment, but right now this program tends to play through it for the most part, and, and they play through some of those runs. And Dayton has a hard time at times controlling those runs, particularly slowing them down yeah. and stopping once they start to get behind. For me, the game took a a, a bad turn. It was right at the uh, I believe the under twelve timeout to the under eight timeout when Bolicelli was in, in addition to Cohill. Toppin, Landers, and Crutcher. That was that five out there. And Dayton had a lead at that time, and then it got cut to like 18 to 15, I believe was when it right. was. And then right. after that, after the under-eight timeout, there started. that's when Bonaventure really ramped up. All their shots started to go. Dayton went into a zone to kind of try to slow them down a little bit. Didn't they work. picked it apart. Next thing you know, they go in after having controlling the first three-fourths of the, of the first half. They go in down at halftime, and then they come out flat to start out as well. Mm-hmm. It was it literally the entire equation, and I think I saw it one time. Dayton had a 17% chance of winning this game at one point yeah. in the second half, and they came out and won it. I, I was shocked by that. Here's what I'll say is another thing. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, Dayton's been down on the road twice this year in conference play. Um, and probably in, in do- they won two of those games. I'll give Dayton credit because mm-hmm. you know what? Road wins are just so huge in conference play. I mean, that Dayton's 12 and 6. You're going to tell me Dayton's going to be 12 and 6 this time of the year? I'd, I'll mm-hmm. take it. Would you take it, Flyer fans? I certainly would. Yep. Real quick before we go to break, a good friend of the show, Tom from Kettering. Want to talk about some aspects of the game, Tom? Yes, sir. Uh, how you doing, John? I am and, fa- and, fabulous. And, and Michael. Tom, nice uh, to hear you. You know, you know uh, um, first, first of all, the Daily News reporter's got to work on his pronunciation. It's Olean. It's not, you know, it's not only, <laughs> okay, but that's okay. We'll, 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 we'll get we'll him a pass just this once. We'll send him there more often. Yeah, yeah. Any, anyways, yeah, you know, uh, Ryan Mikesell, he was actually a, the point guard for St. Henry. 
okay, and and I watched him play against a Wapakoneta. And, and, I mean, the guy brought the ball up for him. So he's totally capable of doing some of that stuff. And, you know, he just went through a, a, a bad stretch where he couldn't shoot too well. But, uh, um, you know, it looks like the, the, the old Ryan Mikesell uh, tonight. He's always in the right spot. Yeah. He's, he, he just makes good decisions. And, and uh, you know, he's grabbing some rebounds. I don't know how many rebounds he got tonight, but he got a few. And, and, and Obi, Obi Ryan had six couple- rebounds tonight, Tom. That's huge. And, and uh, uh, you know, Obi blocked a couple shots. Yep. It looked like late. Absolutely. You know, it looked like late. So that was that was huge. And, you know, uh, Obi, Obi looked totally inept on a jump, you yeah. know, on the tip-off. Right. And, but, yeah, that toss sure in overtime, is that what you mean? That toss looked to be way off from what Larry and Brooks were describing. Yeah, it just, yeah. But, but you know, they're, they're, they're okay. And, and uh Crutcher was, you know, Crutcher, he missed some, missed some shot. He missed some foul shots, which you don't expect your point guard to miss. But, you know, he was, he, he was okay. And, and, but they all missed some foul shots except for Marcel. So, yeah. Yeah. thank God he was there to, you know, bring Absolutely. him home. So. But anyways, it was, uh, it was a great, you know, I always go to my Bobby Knight quote that the toughest thing to do in all sports is win a conference game on the road. Absolutely. And, and there it was. You know, You're, we had plenty of time to fold up in that one. Oh, you so, are exactly uh, right about that. Tom, as always, thanks for the call. We will uh, talk to you again uh, Wednesday night uh, from after Flyer Feedback from Flanagan's. All right, Dayton, a winner, 89-86. We will wrap up this edition of Flyer Feedback, the home stretch of it, on this kind of messy, wintry Saturday night across the Miami Valley. 89-86. Flyer Feedback, we'll wrap it up right after this here on the Home of Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics as the official sports medicine provider for 42 area schools. We treat more student-athletes than anyone else in the region. From injury prevention, treatment, and sports performance, our team of board-certified sports medicine and orthopedic physicians, athletic trainers, and rehabilitation specialists offer a comprehensive program focused on the goals of each athlete. To learn more or to find a Premier Health sports medicine and specialists, visit premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. Premier Health, taking care to a higher level. Maytag and Logan Master Appliance will help you stand up to messes with a Maytag brand kitchen suite that's engineered to resist fingerprints. So stainless steel keeps looking stainless. The easy-to-clean, fingerprint-resistant stainless steel finish keeps your kitchen looking as good on the outside as it works on the inside. See store for full details and qualified models. Logan Master Appliance. When service matters, call the masters. Conference play has begun in the Atlantic 10. Join your Dayton Flyers at UD Arena as they play for another A-10 Conference Championship. Tickets for all games are going fast with weekend games against Duquesne, VCU, and St. Louis already sold out and only limited seats remaining for others, including the matchup with LaSalle. So be sure to order yours today. Tickets start at just $10 for youth and $20 for adults. Get your tickets today at Ticketmaster.com. That's Ticketmaster.com. Go Flyers! From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station. Throughout the day today, we've been dealing with a mix of precipitation, snow across the north with freezing rain and sleet for most of the other areas. But this is all going to change to snow as we head past sunset and through the evening. Along with some gusty winds and falling temperatures, we'll be dealing with some slick roadways. Temperatures will be falling back through the 20s.
I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans. We call this the party booth. Oh, it is. Yeah, you know what? And because it, it is the party booth, Dayton won. They won on the road, and of course it's the party booth. It's a, It may not be the weather outside is frightful, but a flyer win is so delightful, is it not? Can you dig it? I can dig it. I dig 89, it. 86, and Purvis, our first win doing, doing the show together. I know. How about that? I know. Finally. It took about took time, yeah. yeah. We're going to be sitting here just complaining about every little mm-hmm. thing here or yeah, saying, it, oh, it's, it's a win that's good for the team or whatever. Well, yeah, th- you know what it now is. we can say they won the game it's, and we're happy about it. That's right. Well, it's the weather, too. Uh, yeah. Winterstorm warning in effect for the entire listening area. Until 4 o'clock tomorrow morning, we'll continue to have updates throughout the night. Uh, Jason Michaels will be on uh, after we hear from the president coming up at the top of the hour here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Uh, you can, for the latest uh, school clo- for the latest church uh, closings, for services closing for tomorrow, you can go to our website, WHIO.com. Uh, power outage update real quickly. Again, Miami County, 3,300 outages according to the DPNL outage map. 362 in Montgomery County, under 200 in uh Dark County and under 400 in Green County. So regardless, it is going to be a messy night. You want to stay tuned to AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO tonight. All right. You wanted to talk about Ryan Mike. So we're talking about that. And he was just, Tom just hit the so on the money. He just, he was the guy. And I thought he was solid against VCU. I think he was even better tonight. Yeah, I, I really think he was better tonight. Tom, Tom mentioned something and he made a good point about how Ryan at one time was a point guard. And the thing is, is I've had to look this up. I've always caught this because in the uh, we get us in the media, we get a media guide before yeah. every game. Mm-hmm. I look at it every time, and there's always little little snippets about every player on here. And right on the front page, it has like the probable five for Dayton. So for you, those of you who haven't yeah. seen this, Mike Sell's always listed. And there's things like, hey, yes. this is what they did the last game or whatever. Anyways, one of the things, the bull points that have been on here for Mike Sell is has exceptional court vision and ball handling ability. That's the kind of stuff, and I've always watched that because none of the other players have a skill that's described in there. Mike Sell does, and I've I've really been interested with that this whole season because that just describes what he does. So much of his stuff doesn't show up on the score sheet. He hit that shooting drought. We all know about that. We watched it. We're wondering, what the heck's up with this guy? Georgia Southern, he seemed to struggle a little bit. Yeah, and it just seems that, you know, the last two games, something has clicked. I'm not sure what it was or what it is. Hopefully we can figure that. Hopefully something figures out, but I don't care (laughs) what it is. Mike Sell has, has figured it out, and he's starting to come out of that slump a little bit. And not only has he been offensively better, he's blocking shots defensively. He's creating turnovers. He's rebounding. He's kind of bringing the whole package that we've seen prior to his surgeries. We're starting to see that come back in these last two games. And like I said, the stretch run from here through through the rest of the season, it doesn't get much easier. It's a, it is a tough stretch here in conference play with several road games coming up. I mean, this is the kind of performance that you need from a guy who's one of your veterans. Last two minutes of the show, I just got this in now from our breaking news team. Clark County is now under a level one snow emergency, so there are now seven counties across the Miami Valley under a level one or two snow emergency. Champaign County under a level one. Uh, Dark County is already under a level two. We talked with John Bedell earlier uh, about the about 20, 25 minutes ago. Preble, Logan, Clark, Champaign and Wayne County, Indiana, they're all under a level one snow emergencies. Darker Mercer County is under a level two snow emergencies. And again, it is not going to get much better out there tonight. Jason Michaels will have more on this coming up in about the next few minutes uh, after we hear again from the president. But in the last minute that we've got, uh, Dayton now, 
They got a big one coming up a Wednesday night against George Mason. Um, that's not going to be an easy game either. So the Flyers, no. we'll see. I, I'm feeling way more comfortable about this, especially after they got out of there. Yeah, you can say they escaped. But you know what? Larry Hans can sum this up well. I mean, they, was they it won. pretty? <laughs> was it pretty? No. There are things to work on? Yes. Was it a win? Absolutely. And 89, you know what? 86 in double overtime. We'll and you just it. mentioned this, this George Mason game coming up. I don't know which George Mason team we're going to see. I don't know if we're going to see the one that was the trendy pick in the A-10. Yeah. Or we're going to see the team that has you know laid an egg earlier in the season several times. So I don't know which team we're going to see. That's a very intriguing game here coming up next and you can't sleep on them because they no. are they're, they're they're pretty good and, and I mean heck they what they won by 20 points in their opener at St. Joe's the other you know 2 weeks right. ago. So okay. I mean they're a team that can that can drop some points and drop them quickly. Dayton better be ready. Look our pregame coverage is going to be Wednesday night at 6 o'clock live from Flanagan's on East Stewart Street. Uh or, or we're going to be in action at the courtside 7 o'clock with Larry Hanskin and Bucky Buckhorn followed by Flyer Feet back after the game with John Bedell, and then uh, we'll, that, that'll be it. As Dayton a winner tonight in Olean, New York by a score of 89-86 in double overtime. From my, from my partner, Michael Purvis, I'm John Tisdell. Thanks for listening to Flyer Feedback here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, and as always, go Flyers! Go Flyers. Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.